between a, a series that I've been doing, and we, we started a series a couple of weeks ago talking about how to get through a bad day. And uh, we've been on that for a couple of weeks, and I'm going to pause, and I'm going to do a, a series, I mean, I'm going to do a message today for Easter, and then we'll continue that message, uh, that series next week. But today's going to kind of tie in, in a little, in a little, uh, in a few ways. And, uh, but I'm going to lead off with a scripture that we've been using for that other series, and it's in John chapter 10, verse 10. Very familiar passage of scripture, so if you want to look at it with me, it says this. It says that uh, the thief comes only in order to kill, that's okay, in order to kill, steal, and destroy. I came that they may have an enjoyed life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Now, Jesus came for a particular reason. The Bible says that he came that we might have life. Every one of us, I believe, in, 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 that are here today, desire to experience the life of God. We want better for our life. We want uh, the fullness of what God has for our life. We may not necessarily always express it or show it, but honestly, that's really the, the, the craving of our heart. That we want God's best for our life. And many times we, we don't know how to get it. We don't know how to get there. We don't know how to uh, uh, achieve that in our life. And so hopefully this morning we're going to discover some things about life because life is unfair. Life can be, it can be, it can be cruel. It, it can be brutal from time to time. And, and life happens. I just tell people all the time there's no reason to get upset because, you know, there's just stuff that happens. It's just going to happen. A few weeks ago, uh, or a couple, about a week ago, a little over a week ago, I had a, a, a tooth pulled in the front. And uh, it had, for some reason, just died. And, uh, and so they pulled it. And, and right now I have a, a temporary that they put in place. And they did some surgery in there and did some uh, the stitches in there and all that kind of stuff. And, and so I have a temporary, temporary one in there. And uh, yesterday, day before Easter, on a Saturday, it falls out. Isn't that glorious? And fortunately, uh, I, I, my uh, dentist, uh, great, great guy, uh, Dr. Aaron, um, gosh, I forgot his last name, uh, Anyway, I'll remember it, hopefully. Uh, but he, I had his cell number, and so I texted him, and I said, oh, sorry about that, but this happened to me. He says, can you meet me there in 20 minutes? I said, yay! And so I met him at his office, uh, Dr. Aaron Douglas. I met him at his office in 20 minutes, and he put it back in. And so I purposed that I was not going to do anything to mess with it because here it is on the front and, and I was, I, I knew I'd be a little bit self-conscious if I came and, and I, I had that missing and so it's like, okay, honey, I'm not going to eat anything. Uh, so she made me, she took my fruit and made me a, uh, grinded it up, made me a smoothie and I thought, yay. And so I'm sitting there, uh, late evening last night and, uh, busy because we were, we just been blowing and going. I literally have not been home one night this week and uh and so last night 
we uh, finally settled down really late. I say really late. It's late for us, and it was around 8, 8.30 or something. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I get up really, really early. So, so anyway, I was settling down, and, and uh, I was sucking on that. I mean, not sucking. I was just drinking that smoothie, and it came off again. And I've learned a long time ago that, and I, I, I don't hit it 100%, but a long time ago, you know, just stuff happens. It just happens. What do you do? Do I get upset? Do I, and, and you know, it's like, I looked at my wife, should I, should I contact him? And should I not? Should I contact him? It's like, oh, no. And so anyway, uh, we went ahead and called the answering service. Answering service got a hold of him. He, he texted me, can you meet me there in 20 minutes? I said, praise God, I'm going back. And I, 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 I mean, I fasted last week, and so I was doing good. I went, hadn't bothered it. And so, uh, and so last, last, I told my wife, I am not drinking anything hot, anything cold. I'm not eating anything until after Easter service. <laughs> and so I have my tooth in place today. Uh, amen. Here's the point, here's the point, there's a point behind the story, is that throughout life, there's going to be things that happen. And uh, some of the things is just because we live in a sinful world, a fallen world, and there's, you know, an imperfect world, and, and we're going to have a, a number of things happen. And another reason why things happen is because there's a, there's a thief out there. The Bible calls him a devil, that calls him demonic forces, uh, uh, there's many, many, uh, 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 names for, for those spiritual attacks on our life. But he's, that, that devil's out there to kill, steal, and destroy in our lives. And so we're going to have some things that come against us. And so what I had in my heart is because Jesus, he paid a price that really, honestly, we can pay so that we can go through and process anything and everything that we go through in life and end up victorious, end up winning. He, he, he went through some of the pain that we went through, more pain than we've ever gone through. And so that, so that he could identify with our pain. And so we're going to talk about his Friday, his Saturday, and his Sunday, and how that relates to our Fridays. And some of you are right in the middle of your Friday. And we're going to talk about your Friday. We're going to talk about your Saturday for just a moment, and then we're going to talk about Sunday. Thank God Sunday's coming. Amen. Sunday's coming. That's what we're here to uh, celebrate is Sunday, and we'll talk about Sunday. Uh, And so we're going to talk about how to process through it all. And many, many people struggle with life because they don't turn to Jesus and help and let Jesus help them through through the various days that they're going through. And so I entitled today's message, I entitled today's message, uh, Trial, Testing, and Triumph. Trial, testing, and triumph. Because that's what Jesus went through. He went through a trial, a testing, and a triumph. And that's what we go through in our days. And I want to I just break this down for us if we can this morning. Is that good with you? Yes. And some of you are right in the middle of your trial. Yes. And so Friday is the trial. Friday is the trial. And, and let, me just, let me just say what that trial is. It's a day of pain. It's a day of pain. It's a day of warring. Uh, Jesus went through that day of trial, that t- day where he was sentenced and beaten. And, uh, uh, you know, all of our sins and everything that could ever happen happened to him and was placed on him. The Bible said that he was made sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
I've heard it said that by many, many people that I will come to church as soon as I get my act together. Can I tell you, you don't get your act together and go to church. You go to church so that you can get your act together. Amen? It, it's through the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, and His ability in our lives that enables us to be able to get things together in our lives. And, and so he went through some pain, and, and he went through the pain that we probably not, not any one of us could ever experience. Because he took on the sin of the world, he took on the pain of the world, he took on the afflictions of the world on our behalf. By his stripes, we are healed. Amen. And so I don't know where you are today in your pain, but I'm here to tell you that if you are in the middle of your Friday, Sunday's coming. Sunday is coming. And your trial may look like it's never ending, that it's going to continue forever. But the Bible says in, in this world, those things are temporal. They're going to pass. I don't know what it is that you're facing in life, but they are going to pass. I want to share a scripture with you in Hebrews chapter 12. I've been using this uh, scripture on uh, this series that we've been on. And it says this, it says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I've said this before, that some of the weights that we take on that so easily ensnare, that word ensnare means to bind, that binds us and holds us back, some of those weights are the problems that we have in life. All of a sudden, have you ever been weighed down with a problem? It just seems like I can't get any traction in life because this problem is so great. And some of you are right in the middle of that problem. I remember when I first met my wife, she had been divorced for a couple of years and, uh, and her heart was still broken. Till she met me, saw me, she said, oh man, let's forget the past, let's press on to the future, right? <laughs> No, it wasn't quite that easy. It wasn't quite that good. And by the way, I think I was a little better looking back then than I am now. But anyway, <clears throat> whatever. I know there was never a time of being me good, be good looking. Uh, I'm not condemning myself. But anyhow, uh, I remember she was, she was wrestling with pain and there was a weight on her that was holding her back. And I, I just remembered, you know, she had made some progress, but still there was the pain of her past. We are getting ready to do a women's conference. I want to encourage all your, you women to be a part of it. It's going to be the, uh, in September. And, um, and I want to I encourage you. And, and one of the things that, the theme that we're going to be talking about is freedom. And freedom from, from our past, freedom from our pain, and freedom from our problems. Our past, our pain, and our problems can be a weight in our life that holds us back. And Jesus identifies, you know, the, when you're in the middle of pain, He knows what you're going through. He knows that you're struggling in that pain. He's felt your pain. He's, I, he can identify with your pain in the same way with my wife. I just, you know, I began to minister to her and help her and eventually married her. I figured if I'm going to help this lady, it's going to take all our lives. And so I just married her. Amen? But she, she's, made, she's gotten past it. Now she's rejoicing, thanking God that she got past it. Amen? But notice here, the Bible says, Let us lay aside every weight and every sin that so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How? How do we do that? 
looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. His trial. Let's look at Jesus' trial and know that his trial was only temporary, that it will pass. This shall pass for you. Whatever your pain you're struggling through right now, whether it's relational, financial, physical, whatever it is that you're, whatever it is that you're struggling with right now, just know that your Sunday is coming. Amen? Amen? It's coming. God sees you. I see you. I have a heart for, I have a heart for hurt, hurting people. I have a heart for people that are struggling because I've been there, I hurt. I still, I still suffer pain. It's something that we all can identify with, that every one of us understand and uh, mutually can understand and identify, and that's pain because we all go through it in, in one way or another. The second thing I want to share today is not only your Friday and your trial, but I want to talk about your Saturday. Your Saturday is the testing day, and it's the day of confusion. It's the waiting time, the in-between time. You're in the middle of it, and it's like, oh God, I have all these promises that you give, but yet I, I, I haven't seen them manifest in my life. I haven't seen them produce in my life yet. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? How many of you have ever said, I've been praying and I've been praying and I've been praying? I'm here to tell you that the Word of God is forever settled in heaven. I'm here to tell you that all of the promises of God are yes and amen. amen. Not no and maybe so. They are yes and amen. amen. That every one of His promises can be relied on and, and you, can put your, you, can, you, can, you can put your money on it. Amen? And, uh, and so uh, you might be in the middle of waiting, and, and I'm here to tell you when, when waiting happens, it's a struggle. And when, when, when stuff happens, when stuff does happen, and it does happen, it can, it can kick you into a place of confusion. I like to say it like this, it can disorient you. Remember when we were rocking along, we had just started our church, we had, uh, was, you know, making some good strides, and uh, we had moved from one building to another, and we got in there, and we were, we, you know, just making changes, d- developing, making mistakes, doing some good things right, doing some bad things wrong, you know, just, just working, just trying to figure it out. And that's like many of us in life. We're just trying to figure out life. We're trying to get through life. We're trying, okay, God, what are you saying about this? Oh, and then you find out you've been doing it wrong, and that's why it, it's been producing wrong things in your life. And, uh, and so anyway, we, we're, we're rocking along. We're doing pretty good, happy, uh, you know, for the most part. And uh, we were in this building, and all of a sudden we, we have this alarm go off in the middle of the night, which was not very, it wasn't uncommon. It was an old, old building, and we had some varmints that would live in the building. Remember them, Bob? Bob had to clean out a few of those. And... and um, and so we had some varmints, and, and, and we're not talking little mice. We're talking about we had some rats in there. And it, again, it was an old building, and, and, uh, so, uh, and it, it was horrible. You want me to go into detail? Okay, all right. We won't. All right. All right. I want to, but I won't. All right. For your benefit. And so I, the alarm was always going off, and it seemed like, you know, it was always in the middle of the night. It wasn't early evening or, or anything or, you know, first right, right before I was heading into work or something. It was always in the middle of the night. 
is going off, the, the alarm was going off. And so, uh, you know, it went off. And so I grabbed my son like usual, and we were headed over there. And when we got there and we drove, drove around the corner, there were flames coming out of windows and smoke, and it was just, it was on fire. And I remember just sitting out in the vehicle, uh, just disoriented. It's like, what are we going to do? 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 You know, what are we going to do? Because I knew we had already looked for buildings, and there's just not a whole lot in Tyler that was conducive for a church. Even this uh, facility and this property here, this was all kinds of offices. We had to rip all this out, and, and we had to put up doors. The glass doors that you all came in was a wall at one time. We put a wall in there, built that lobby. We, you know, there's, we just had to make everything happen here, and, it was, and everything was way, way expensive, still is. And, and it's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I was disoriented. Honestly, thank God, we, we did take some steps. We found a temporary facility. We moved into it. And not, long story short, uh, even through the process of that, uh, we, didn't, we didn't make any uh, great strides. We didn't keep the momentum up. And it, a lot of it is because I was just in a place of confusion. Because life, there's just no manual. That, that, that really tells you how to deal with every, every little thing. Thank God for the Word of God. Thank God for the promises of God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit inside of us. But we're all learning. We're all learning how to follow God, hopefully. Amen? Amen. What do you do? What do you do when you get a bad report physically? What do you do when you get a bad report about a, a spouse that you thought loved you deeply, decided that they love somebody else more than they love you or whatever? What do you do when, when, when uh, financially you get, uh, you get something, you have something happen that just costs you a tons of money and it's like it, it causes, or you lose your job or, or whatever. What do you do? What do you do when you lose your job and you can't find another job and it just seems like, man, the bills are piling up. What do you do? You know, we got to turn to Jesus. Amen. We got to turn to Him. And we, gotta turn, we need to make sure that we're seeking Him. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3, out of the voice translation says, Consider the life of the one who endured such personal attacks and hostility from sinners. Consider it all in comparison with your trials, so that you will not grow weary and discouraged. And lose heart. I can tell you what we cannot do. And the worst thing that we could do is lose heart. We need to keep our heart engaged. I heard a testimony just recently. Of a lady that uh, lost five babies. She had five miscarriages. And uh, eventually uh, just they adopted. They have two children that are adopted now. And she's just sharing her testimony of how, you know, God has been there for them. And, and uh, it's just, you know, it's, it, life is tough. What do you do in the process when you're trying to move forward with your life and, and all you experience is death? It seems like, anyhow. 
And I'm going to tell you that Jesus is the answer. He paid a price. He's been there. He's done that. He's, he's experienced it. And in the middle of your waiting, whatever your Saturday looks like, Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. Just know that it's temporal and that it's going gonna, it's gonna to pass. You stay connected. Don't lose heart. Don't get discouraged. I know it's easier said than done, but you've got to encourage yourself in the Lord. You've got to go back to the scripture. You've got to get around people. That's why we have small groups here that's so important, is that we've got to have people around us that are going to encourage us, especially as the days are evil, the scripture says. We need people around us. Amen? So, that's your Saturday. What I really want to get to, and why we're all really here, hopefully, is because of the Sunday. The Sunday is the day of triumph, and the Sunday is the day of resurrection. That's the winning day. There's no grave that can hold Jesus. There's no problem too big for him. There's no circumstances that that he can't change. Your circumstance may be and seem impossible, but with him there's not anything impossible. I'm so grateful for that. I met with a pastor after that fire and after we lost so much momentum. We actually went through a couple of church splits. After that, there was, it was a horrible season for our life. It's like, Lord, do we belong here? What, what, what's going on here? That, you know, that time, that Saturday, that confusion time. And, and I actually met with a pastor, a local pastor that was a, uh, had a thriving church. And he told me, he says, you guys will never succeed. You'll never make it. Well, thanks for the encouragement. That was, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. We're still here. Amen. Amen. We're still here. Let me tell you why. Because there's not anything impossible. There's a resurrection. I don't care how dead something looks in your life. There's still the ability to resurrect it. And I can tell you, I can sit here and, and for you that have been around and been a part of the family here, you, many of you know a lot of my story and I can sit here and share my story and how God has taken my dead life and he's resurrected and has brought beauty out of ashes and how he's brought good out of the bad. And I can sit here and share all of that. But really, it's not my story that's important. It's his story and what, he's, what, what happened in his life so that it can happen in your life. I know that every person here, there is a story, and it's, your story is important. It's not only important to Jesus, but believe me, it's important to me. He, he sees your pain. He sees your hurt. He sees what you're struggling through, and he wants to see you succeed. He wants to see you overcome. I really, as I, as I was praying about this, I really felt, I really felt in my heart that God wanted to do something special here. That some of you walked in and you came in because it was the Easter thing to do. But that God wanted to meet you where you're at. And that He wanted to touch your heart right where you're at. And He wants to, he wants to touch your life right where you're at. And I don't, I don't even know how that looks. All I can say is, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? What's He speaking to your life right now? Set aside, set aside anything or everything that, that might distract you right now and open your heart and let Him touch you. 
Maybe you've been living this certain way all of your life. Maybe you, I, I've heard that so many times. Well, I'm always, I've always been like this. I understand, but just because you've been like that doesn't mean that you need to stay like that. We need to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit in our life can change everything. Everything. I want to read a scripture to you. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says this. The Spirit of God who raised Christ from the dead lives in you. If you're a Christian, the Spirit of God lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. The power of the Spirit of God lives in us if we're a believer. And if you're not today, I have good news. You can become one. You can invite him to come into your life. And the Bible says that he will come in the person of the Holy Spirit and come and live inside of you. God in us. Think about that. If God be for us, who in the world could be against us? Or what? He can come and live in us. He makes all the difference in our life. All the difference. Ephesians says it this way. It's a prayer that Paul prayed for the church of Ephesus that I pray every day. It says, it says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. I want you to, I'm going to get to something really powerful. I still, need, I still need revelation on this. God, give it to me even this day. What are the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the, in heavenly places? That, he says we need a revelation of God in us. We need a revelation of this Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit, living inside of us. That the, that the power of God lives in us. To change anything and everything in our lives. We, I mean, we are God's children, and if we're God's children, then we need to know that God be for us once again. Who could be against us? We can overcome. We can succeed. We can prevail. We can, we can be healed of the worst, worst yes. sickness that you could ever, uh, has ever been pronounced here on this earth. You can be healed of it. God can fix anything that's broken. I don't care what it is. We need to know that it comes to those that believe. Is what Ephesians says. That, that it comes to those that believe. We need to be believers. Of what Jesus has done for us. And he's done that for you and I. My testimony. The testimony of my life. Where I've come from. Is living proof. That there is a risen Christ. And I know many of you all. If not most of you all. Have that same testimony. That you have experienced the living Christ. The power of the Holy Spirit. At work in your life. And that he wants to continue to do that now and forever. And so with that being said, this morning, I want to do something. I want to do something because I want every one of you to experience the living Christ. I want you to experience Him in a powerful way. 
In, in this morning, we're going to have a team up here in just a moment, not now, but in, in a moment, that if you need prayer for anything, if you're experiencing anything in your life, and it may be imp- something that seems to be impossible, we have a team up here that's going to pray for you. And we're going to believe God for God to move on your behalf. And I like to say it this way. We believe that when people of faith pray for people in faith, miracles happen. We believe that there's a miracle that is waiting on you and waiting for you. But before we get there, we want to talk about your soul. Where are you with the Lord? I want to take a survey. I do this every Easter. I want to take a survey, and, and it's in, if you, you have your, your insert, it's in your insert, and I, I want to take this survey. And first of all, I want to ask you this. I want to, I want to, this is part of the survey. Number one, first of all, am I already a, in a real relationship with Jesus? And if you are, wonderful. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Secondly, I'm, I'm beginning a r- real relationship with Jesus today. You want to begin when, with him today, if that's you. Thirdly, I'd like to consider it a little bit more. And then fourthly, maybe this is you. And this could happen, and it's happened. I don't ever intend to make a decision for Christ. I never, I never intend to. And I understand that that might be where you're at. I was there at one time. Thank God I changed my mind. And thank God you can change your mind today if that's you. What I'd like for you to do, everybody in the room, please. I I know that I say this every year and and I don't typically get 100% back. But I mean everybody, my team, everybody. Get a communication card out. If you would, please pull that communication card out. If you don't have one in a worship guide, reach back. Ushers, make sure that every person has a communication card. In the front seat, there should be some uh, people that may not have access to it. Let's make sure they get them. A communication card. If you wouldn't mind putting your name at the top. If you have time, you can fill out the other information. But I, I, and there's reason why I want your name. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to be praying for you. I'm going to take time to pray for you guys, okay? If you would, get a communication card. Ushers, would you make your way up here, please? Come on. Let's get this front row taken care of. Thank you. All right? Thank you. Uh, If you wouldn't mind, let's do this. Ray, you can get me some music on. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you. Everybody get a card, if you wouldn't mind, please. Everybody. And make sure everybody has a pen. Raise your hand if you don't have a card. If you don't have a card. All ages, please. Okay? Here's what I want you to do. On the front of that communication card, just put your name. If you can fill out the other information, that'd be great too. If not, I just want I want to pray for you. I'm going to be praying for you. And then and then what I want you to do, whatever identifies you at the right hand top corner on the side that you put your name, on the right hand top corner, put the letter that identifies you. I'm already a real in a real relationship with Jesus. If that's you, put the letter A. If uh, you're wanting to begin a real relationship with him today, write the letter B at the top right-hand corner. Or letter C, if I, I'd like to consider it just a little bit longer. 
Write the letter C on the top right hand corner. I think I said B, uh, C on the second one. B, I'm going to begin that relationship today. C, I want to consider it a little bit further. And then D, I never, I never plan on making that decision. Write the letter D on the top, okay? You got it? Everybody got it? All right. Here's what I want to do. If you mark the letter B, I want to pray with you because you're ready today. I want to pray with you. And so I'm going to ask everybody to bow your heads. I'm going to ask us all to join those that, are, that mark that letter B today. I'm not going to ask you to stand up. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. I'll have your cards. I'm going to be praying for you. But you made that decision today. I want to pray with you and I want to help you in, in committing your life to Jesus today. And if that's you, pray this with me. We're all going to join with you. Say, Jesus, Jesus. Thank, you thank you for all that you've done for me. I believe with all my heart that you died for me. That you were raised from the dead so that I could know you. So I could be in relationship with you. So I can be forgiven of sins. So I can go to heaven. And so I can process through my days, my Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let's give those a big hand because I know there's a number of you that are here. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, on that card.